J-Boy on the back. Yo, all right, so here's this question I got for you guys. Um, <laughs> so last night I was watching Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> all right. So, that, yo, that, that movie's hilarious. First, let me say that. But if there was a zombie apocalypse right this second, and the only thing you could use is the item to the left of you, how screwed are you? I have a pop of myself and another set of headphones, so I can keep the radio going while the apocalypse is happening, <laughs> and egotistically look at my pop of myself. <laughs> well, I'm mad at you said left, because I definitely got a pillow on my left, as you can see, uh, <laughs> and on my right is my phone that I keep next to me at night. Hey, let me I got a microphone to next to, <laughs> to my left, so... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, or, I wouldn't survive. We we we've, we've already decided. Nemesis, though. There's no way I'm surviving the zombie apocalypse. Like, there's no way <laughs> unless someone <laughs> adopts me as their bard. Like, there's no way I'm making it past like day five. Like, I'm dead. <laughs> like, there's nothing. Oh my goodness! I go lie. I have a whole plan if there's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh, dead know. serious. Like, That's I have a legitimate plan. Like, I'm going straight to Hermitage Walmart. I, I I'm it, living I on the top. Involved of Walmart. I did too. Yes, bro. I, they got guns, they got ammunition, and they got food. No, see, well, I think you're doing it wrong because the first thing I do is rob every pharmacy like I could find. People need medicine in the zombie. Like I could do business in the zombie apocalypse, so somebody would definitely Ooh. kill me. I would see? totally become a drug dealer. <laughs> Walmart's the best place. <laughs> Walmart got a pharmacy. That's true, but I would go to every pharmacy. Like, if you need heart pills, you would have to come to me. Like, I would have all the drugs. That's my plan. All right, my plan your insulin. Yes, your insulin. I, I got you. Yeah, exactly. Is a second story pharmacy. Drive a car through the bottom of it, so it's held up by the car, so no one can get up the stairs, and then start barricading to go to the windows. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm. I'm prepared mentally, man. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie. If I ever hit the hit the lottery for big money, they legitimately build underground bunkers for people. Oh, like l- nice bunkers. I'm talking about like you could fit 150 people in this bunker. I, I don't know if I would do that. Why Cause not? Because a little bit of both. Because like, what if it like rains real heavy and then it like collapses when you're just down there? Bro. Yeah, if you're going to die, Bro. you might as well do it up with the zombies. See, I'm too brave for a bunker. I'd be, like, checking. Are there still zombies out there? And they'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would like, absolutely. It's would. like a building underneath the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's, it's not going to cave a... in. What if it did, though? That would suck. And yeah, then above, it, above it, they have a house. Yeah, no, I've seen them. It's basically like a second basement. And then, like the one dude had a uh, the way he got in was through his washer. Oh, I ain't seen nothing like that. I'm talking about yeah. this eight million dollar one. Yeah, nah, he got in through it. Like he opened up his washer, and the back of it was hollowed out, They'll so he could just slide down. That's crazy. <laughs> this is uh, Michonne from Walking Dead's sword. Oh, it's not Michonne's. Yeah. <laughs> I also have a, a blade sharpener because right now it's just cosplay ready. It's sort of sharp. It could do some damage. I got a blade sharpener right out 
We have, um, oh my God, I forget the name of the sword, but it's the sword from Gintama. And I bought it thinking it wouldn't be sharp. It is sharp as hell. Brian has to keep it under the bed because that thing is dangerous. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, yeah, I would fight off with the zombies with some unconventional weapons. Like, I have, like, four different keyblades to go at them with, too. But it would be unconventional <laughs> weapons. But I do the damage. Right. Glad we're exposing ourselves. Um, we should definitely introduce... We have a guest here today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dope Nerds Podcast. We are the Dope Nerds. And today we have with us a special guest but i'm gonna let my guys go ahead and introduce themselves hey, what's your boy you uh you know your tech whiz your background guy the guy who fills in the space or takes it all up by himself anyway what's up everybody you know you got your big boy big irv we back at it again we got some dope content coming your way and now to introduce uh and host, i'm q <laughs> our host our yeah. mc yeah, it's just uh, just yeah, I'm cute. How y'all guys doing? He's <laughs> our... so humble. I love it. He's like, I'm just the host, guys. It's all right. <laughs> He's so sweet. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> oh no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. And today we have with us a very special guest, the person who really sparked the idea behind this podcast. And also is a super dope person herself, Miss Kira Burton from the Chaotic Good Podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And thank you for being the first guest on Chaotic Good. We definitely experimented on you and you did uh, well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Q was on our, our first show way back, God, like three, four years ago when we started Chaotic Good and we were doing a show about representation. I was like, you know who it's always cool? Q. I'm going to ask him what's up. <laughs> like, come to see if he wants to be on the show. So that's how he got to be on Chaotic Good. And, and now he has his own podcast. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Chaotic Good. I've heard the name. Obviously, I should be listening to it. But what is Chaotic Good? Well, Catechus started out as my brother James just wanted to do a podcast. He just wanted to have some fun. And, like, nobody was leading it at first. And I was like, okay, you guys need a leader. I gotcha. So I kind of took over the podcast. And it turned from just talking about nerdy stuff into talking about all the positive ways that being a nerd has impacted us and the way that it's impacted stuff like mental health, suicidal ideation, um, members of the LGBTQ, uh, says, uh, I don't even know the word I'm trying to come up with there. LGBTQ, um, part of our society, um, all that kind of stuff. We've talked about Black Lives Matter. We've talked about, you know, everything positive and all the activism and all the things that we're dealing with in the world today and how that goes with being nerdy. So it's chaotic good. It, it's, it's having that fun, being that nerd, but it's using it for a positive way. Okay. okay. So I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's really dope. Um, so that brings us into our next question. Like, how do you feel that the nerd culture has been embracing diversity in recent years? I mean, I think it's getting better, especially I'm a big indie person. I love indie comics. I love indie work in general, indie games, all that kind of stuff. And the indie people, like, you guys got to read them more because they're coming up with, like, this awesome new content where it's not just, like, 
oh, Superman's black and Thor's a female. Like, okay, it's great that you're doing that, but I want new characters. I want content and stories that, you know, she's all, you know, she's specifically female for this reason. This is how she carries on her life. And I want to see people of color and their voices. And I think it's coming out in a lot of ways and a lot more with the indie crowd. And I think we're getting there. But God, I think we have a lot of work left to do. (laughs) I can agree. I just saw that there was a, I followed this guy on Instagram. He uh, owns Black Sands Entertainment. Uh Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's really dope. Um, I know he did. He was trying to get something on Netflix, and that one got shut down. I think. Um, I don't know the details exactly, so I don't want to speak on behalf of that. But I do want, if there was ever a chance, I would like to voice one of the characters. (laughs) You know, just same that same note. I've seen his work, and the style reminds me of home. It's it's very similar to. Uh, if anyone's ever seen the boondocks which i was about to say are you gonna say the boondocks because that's what i thought (laughs) (laughs) it looks like it feels so natural and it flows beautifully it's a work of art i mean like i I said i think it is getting better you know um Mm -hmm. always especially from girls have taken a lot of it back. I think girls have been very much advocates of the fact that we can be nerds and it's not for your pleasure or entertainment and all the rest of that. Girls are getting pretty good at taking back their space in the nerd community, but it's still not the easiest place to be in all the time. Yes, I just found that out this year. And I know me and the guys have talked about that a few times, uh, how they are trying to, I don't want to say police but they're trying to yeah dictate who we can cosplay as as people of color that's okay let me just say first of all i was involved with an organization for about a year and a half called cosplay for hope that um prevented suicide through cosplay cosplay is for everybody Okay. Mm. When you've even worked for a charitable organization that its basis is cosplay is for everybody, cosplay is whoever the hell you want. I say that as a writer. I say that as a character in a comic book, which I am too. I say that as a nerd. Cosplay is whoever you want. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a person of color and they're not. Who the hell cares? What is the Mm. difference? And I love gender bent cosplay. It's like my favorite thing in the world. So, (laughs) I'm all about that. The characters as the opposite gender. Yes, oh, gender men cosplay is the freaking best. I love it. It makes me to no end. I think it's fantastic, and I think you should cosplay as whatever you want. Sorry, that made me upset because I was. I do have a question about that, that though. Um, Kira, yeah. how did you feel about Captain Marvel, the Carol Danvers version? I think Captain Marvel's a little overpowered for me in general. So she's yeah. not my favorite character. The, like, here's my thing. With villains, I love it when they're overpowered. Like, when they when they mentioned they were bringing the Scarlet Witch in, I was like, hell yeah. You know, I love yeah. being an overpowered world-breaker villain. But when you do the same thing, and then Carol Danvers was a little bit too sweet as pie for me. Like, I thought it was good, but it was a bit much, you know? I, well, my, my, my thing is this. Um... I feel like they definitely should have not used her. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Like, I, just, I just feel like they should have used her to start it off with. You know what I mean? Um, 
I know they did the Captain Marvel movie, and I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I did not watch it. <gasps> I did not watch what? it. I didn't. I didn't like her. I didn't like her in Avengers, so I definitely wasn't gonna watch it in uh, her own movie. Gosh. Um, it was it was a piece of work because not only were uh, most of the directors and the actresses, uh, obviously when I say actresses, but, female, but the score was female, the soundtrack was female, oriented, um, obviously, and artists. It was it was I just liked the difference. It was a lot of fun for me. And yeah, yes, I, she's overpowered. Yeah, she's way overpowered. But I think that it is nice to see something that's not like, forgive me for using phrases like this, but it's not entirely the male gaze, you know, like the difference between Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad. Like you can see yeah. the difference between Harley fighting for herself and Harley there for the boys, you know, oh, it's uh, like yeah. completely different. Yeah. And it's, I love seeing that. I mean, I also don't mind the male gaze. I'm like, whatever, that's good too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for both. Um, you know, but it depends on the movie. And especially doing Harley Quinn, I love that they kind of took it away from that. But with Carol Danvers, it just felt too, like, I don't know, like wholesome, something. Like, she just was a little much for me. She just, Definitely. Definitely. I didn't, I didn't like how she... When she came into the movie, she was just like, y'all have me. Like, <laughs> like, this is who I am. This is what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 like, I just feel like they, they used her wrong. They well, I feel me. like until they did WandaVision, I felt like they were doing the Scarlet Witch hella wrong, too. Mm. I was get, I was starting to get really frustrated. I was like, she is a world breaker. What are you doing? Respect my girl. You know, yeah. I was getting <laughs> Definitely. frustrated. Definitely. And then so, they had her kind of kick Thanos' ass, and I was like, okay, I'll give you some more time. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was like okay. with one of my kids that I work with, they uh they they were a Scarlet Witch fanboy. And I said, you know, Scarlet Witch is nice. Dark Phoenix is nice. I don't know who would win. What do you think? Hmm. So it has to be Scarlet Witch because she can alter the very fabric of reality. She can take away Dark Phoenix's powers if she wants to, put her in a oh. different reality, fuck her up. Sorry. Just like, wait, <laughs> have you seen the, you've seen WandaVision then, all the WandaVision? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm going to ask you a broad question, but it's leading me into that because, if, okay, spoilers ahead if you haven't seen it. Spoilers ahead. Uh, if you haven't seen it, she does lock someone's power away, or she reverses that lock with runes. And so I wanted to know, your entire take on the current Marvel series, the TV shows. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to take your time on that. But if you want to start with Miss uh, Miss Wanda, please, please, we love her. I, I love that they're developing Scarlet Witch. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for any world breaker to come, but I thought they were going to keep screwing Scarlet Witch up. So I love that they are developing her character. I thought Wanda Vision was freaking brilliant. All the people who were like, I can't get through two episodes. I'm like, why? This is genius. I love it. It's so weird and messed up, which is what I want. <laughs> and then, like, they have the Black Widow movie coming out, or it's come out now. And I'm sorry, but... It's going to take a lot to get me excited about Black Widow after Joss Whedon ruined her, okay? Because he wrote that character so, oh my God. I stopped caring about her the moment she was like, oh, my empty uterus, whatever shall I do with no babies? I was like, and I'm out. Like, that was plenty of Black Widow for me. So unless they change something up with Black Widow and make her a lot more badass, I'm not going to be interested in that character for a while. 
Plus, in like I, I told you guys on our podcast, we just watched Endgame for the first time ever. And to watch her and Hawkeye have that nobility fight, where they were like, no, I'm noble, I'll jump off the cliff. No, I'm noble, I'll jump off the cliff. I was like, shut up and sacrifice one of you. So, <laughs> 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 oh, wow. you die. I do not care who. Just die. Like, it was as, so bad. As yeah. the who, who is very attuned with the one of the gems as the soul gem, that's messed up. I know, but it, it had to happen. Like, there wasn't a part where they were going to get away with it, with them, one of them not dying. So I was like, quit arguing about it and just jump off. Yeah, which... Uh, that actually, I, I just watched Black Widow. Oh. Uh, it was okay. Um, that does have a big payoff at somewhere in the movie. That's what I heard. I heard. I like. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. But I am glad that they're taking the time to do like specific characters like the Loki show and WandaVision and stuff like that and taking their time with the characters in show format. Because mm. I think after they did that with like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, like I wanted more of that. I yeah. wanted, well, not after I saw the Iron Fist. That was terrible. But <laughs> the rest of it was amazing. Oh, the first season of Daredevil, some of the second season, I was. Oh, my gosh. The fighting in Daredevil is amazing. The characters to me are boring. I've never been a Daredevil fan. He's just not my thing. Anyway. But I loved, obviously, I love Jessica Jones. Obviously. I mean, how can you not? <laughs> Matt? Oh, yeah. You don't I... like Maddie? Huh? You don't like Maddie? Daredevil? I am not a fan of, of Daredevil. He just, he's kind of, he's in. <laughs> He's not complicated enough for me. I love complicated characters. I love characters that are broken and messed up and just awful people, like Jessica Jones. Like that's what I want. <laughs> so like, you're like I a want Punisher bad fan. People. I actually hate the Punisher. What? Ironically, my brother loves him. It's the only like James loves like chaotic good characters. You know, he loves them and he loves the Punisher. I think the Punisher is way too much. Betrayal. He's just a lot. The look on Q's face <laughs> right now, just he's about to leave the cast. He's about to I know. Like, like, I think the guys who write the Punisher are brilliant. I think the artists for the Punisher are really good. I think the character of the Punisher is a bit much. <laughs> oh. Wow. He's like uh, I mean I, I can guy. I I can see it because they but he's like the uh, opposite of Captain America, you know? You're like, that's yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The very opposite. And Captain America is a lot. So it's like kind of the same with the Punisher. You're like, that's a whole lot of personality you have going on. <laughs> I would like yeah, to remind you like... for podcast Chaotic Good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't try to start shit. It just happens. That's why I would have said the contract. I'm just playing. <laughs> but, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a lot that's a lot to take in i know i have the i have the weirdest views on like superheroes and stuff i never i <laughs> meet anybody with like the same views as me okay so what about the what if series coming from marvel like when they make uh star lord first of all he's he's the black panther he's also star lord <laughs> and um i don't know if you saw the the previous commercials but i did i don't know how i feel like i 
I'm a little lost. Like, I'm excited to see new points of views, but I'm afraid, like you said, they're going to be boring or there's going to be, oh, I'm black or oh, I'm white or oh, I'm female or male instead of. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a thing with that. That's going to that's bound to happen. And I think that it's interesting, but I also think it's going to get old fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's going to be fun at first. And you're like, yay, shenanigans. Okay, what the hell? Who's that? I don't care. Like, that's. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, pardon. Yeah. Having a low technical difficulties. I'm back. Yeah, she I don't know what happened. I think it dropped the call. It's going to get boring. And then you took a deep breath and you were ready. We saw your face and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna kind of go like, "Yay, this is fun! How interesting!" Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna get tired. It's gonna get confusing. That's my problem with all the multiverse stuff. Like, it's fun, but mm. where's it going? You know, after a while, right. it's like, what's canon? What's not? What's happening? Like, it's just it gets confusing. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the the way they can come back years later and be like, ah, oh, we're going to retcon all this. And then, yeah. <laughs> it might be a little lazy, but eh, it's kind of dope at the same time. Because I, I guess you could bring in different characters as well. Uh-oh. Can y'all hear me? Or if you had a, you had a, a burning question that we thought would, would encompass a lot of our other questions, um, and I know we were working on the wording too, so everyone heard it and heard it appropriately. Could you go ahead and uh, ask that one? We have talked a lot about uh, different genders and everything like that. As a woman, how how is it in how is it in the in the nerd culture for you? And we were trying to phrase that differently, and so everyone yeah, because I could I couldn't really be, like. It's just, how does it feel to be female in the world of nerd culture? Because we don't have that perspective or gaze. So we're just wondering. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it really depends. The most positive experiences of my life I've had in nerd culture. Like, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I've made fantastic friends. I've been parts of just awesome projects you know i'm a writer i get to sell my books to other nerds Uh, my brother gets to illustrate them for me it's been a part of my life for a long time but no one is going to be able to ever tell you that there's not a dark side to nerddom there very much is and it's focused a lot on anyone they don't want there which is people of color which is women which is the normal people that you know middle-aged white guys want to kick out of their groups which is bullshit because a lot of us have been there since the beginning and they act like we haven't been, you know, Mm. I've been a nerd since I can remember. So, but they always want to test you and they always want to see if you actually belong. And that happens. The gatekeeping has happened my entire life. Um, And I imagine it's a lot like, like, I obviously I can't see it from this perspective either, but I imagine it's a lot like being black and being a nerd. Like people aren't necessarily expecting it, so they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially like in uh, well, in the earlier stages of, of childhood, you know, uh, when you say, "Oh man, that, this is my favorite superhero," and you are from a certain region or. Uh, or just to put it bluntly, the projects, um, 
that's not looked upon and with favor. Like they will really attack with that. And now I'm starting to see where with my with my younger children that they are allowed to like enjoy those things. And I'm like, where was this at when I was little? <laughs> I know it, it's the same with my niece and nephew. I'm like, you accepted little bastards. <laughs> you know, like where's the needless teasing? <laughs> Just in case our viewers are not familiar with the term gatekeeping, all it is, I'm not trying to mansplain, I promise anyone listening. <laughs> it's so we always keep it basic because I'm usually the idiot <laughs> or the fool or someone who just doesn't know. So gatekeeping is when you have um, things that limit you or prevent you from enjoying the experience. People will ask you questions about what you're into just to test your knowledge. Or they'll say, I, I remember as adults, I used to like, Raisin brand ice cream because I was like, why do the old people get to eat it? I want to try it. And I was like, I actually kind of like it. The parents were like, why do you like it? I'm like, because because it tastes good. I'm like, what? I'm like, five. What do you want? And yeah. those kind of microaggressions can can impact someone's uh, experience in anything, or just have them removed from it because they don't feel accepted. And so, mm-hmm. especially here and wherever we come in contact with somebody, our sphere of influence, we want to make sure that everyone knows that they are accepted in the world of cosplay the world of nerd fandom and movies etc etc we are we are together in this and we accept one another and we are the dope nerds and that was partially the reason for this title is that the podcast is not just a black nerd podcast but to kind of take some of that negativity that was placed on the nerd name so many years ago and, and bringing it into a positive light through the eyes of Dope nerds. I'm back. Sorry. I promise it's the last time we'll try this. I, I apologize. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> so uh, I just went through a little little uh, explanation of gatekeeping, and you know, uh, isolated myself for a second, just to let people know. Usually, I'm slow, or I don't know, or I'm behind, and I stop and I ask questions all the time. We went through that definition, um, and then. Q was explaining how we are the dope nerds, and go ahead, say it again, Q. I think it's important. No, it, that's really how the name came about. Was taking that uh, that negativity that was placed on the nerd name and trying to bring some positivity to it. And it doesn't just have to be black. You could be. It doesn't matter what gender you are, what color your skin is, how you think, who you voted for. If you're a nerd. And you're listening to this podcast, you are dope, and we thank you and appreciate you. Aw, that's so lovely. We feel the same way at Chaotic Good. Well, we do that, but for our viewers and our listeners, now they yeah. That's, I mean, that's awesome. I think that everybody should, I think nerdiness should come before anything else, really. That's where your allegiance should lay. And <laughs> with your fellow nerds and don't worry about anything else that goes with it. You're not there because you fit in everywhere else. So yeah. don't try to gatekeep people out of a community that's been, you know, uh, pushed into the back corner for too long. And it's only now getting its time in the light. Finally getting its time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm still torn about it because they keep ruining cool stuff. So, like, half of me is really happy it's in the light, and half of me is like, damn it, put it back in the dark. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I saw I saw something unkind. It was gatekeeping, and it was obviously someone who um, 
So it, yeah, I saw somebody on TikTok. They were definitely just on the trend of doing the the slow walk in place, doing the montage of voices. But they took it out of character. They didn't know the characters. And I'm not trying to get keep at all. But I was like, if I was to act something out, I'd do a little research first. It's like <laughs> those movies that never happened, like eh, Ong, <laughs> the last uh, Airbender. Oh, oh God. No. Well, if we don't bring you that up, better than I said it didn't exist. It was in a different timeline. It, Loki took care of it. You're in oh, the darkest timeline. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you almost said it. I, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> we are in the darkest timeline. <laughs> oh, All right. So, speaking of dark timelines, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up a couple more questions. Um, Herb was going to ask him, but I think he, he uh, had a technical difficulty. But if you could have any two superpowers, what would they be? And this See, is great. This is a fun question since because my J- my brother James is an indie um, comic book artist, I actually have a comic book character that has powers. And first and foremost, I would want hers. What she can do right now is she can drain emotion from anything. So, like, whatever their motivation or emotion that goes with their power is, she can drain it. But it makes her crazy, which is super fun. Mm. And eventually she'll have the power to, like, fling emotions at people and make them feel whatever she wants them to feel. James says, I can have that when I'm ready. I've been fighting for it for a long time. But he's like, that's a super powerful power. And when I believe your character can deal with it, you can have it. And I'm like, but I want it now. (laughs) So... (laughs) I would pick that one and um, hmm, two, two superpowers. I think invisibility. Everybody always thinks I'll go. I'd go with fire because it's destructive, but invisibility is sneaky. So probably mm. that. You know, about eight years ago, I think I asked. We were talking about this question too, and and Chibi, sorry, Abby and I definitely said fire for you. And I yeah, think everybody does. Same thing. <laughs> Everybody's uh, like, it seems like she lights up on fire. <laughs> Everybody picks fire. <laughs> no, I, I could definitely see the invisibility. That that one. Yeah, I, I, I don't. This is like a weird, like, that's if anybody would pick a power for you, like, I'm pretty sure I'd pick that one without knowing you. Like, she's going to pick invisibility. Yeah, like invisibility or maybe transportation. I do like transportation quite a bit too. Just something that could get me in places I shouldn't be in. Like that should definitely be what I go with. Yeah, that was one of Huber's powers. Uh, (laughs) He said, uh, what, teleportation? Yeah, I was like, get me out of here. I'm tired of driving. (laughs) (laughs) Which, because that's another funny story. Uh, he called me the other day while he was in one of his road rages. Yeah. <laughs> so some folks will describe me. No, I'm not going to say it. Why don't you guys describe my normal character? Just, just I'm going to look away or close my ears, whatever. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, mild mannered, calm, sweet, delicate. Delicate. <laughs> I appreciate that. Actually. If you so like on the road, flower, <laughs> on, on the road, I I am the flower from Mario. I will spit fire and not in a rap battle or anything fun. I I'm angry. I am foul mouth, and I swear on their mothers, their mothers' graves, 
and their whole lineage, and it's not it's not a good thing. I don't like. Y'all so wonder why I say delicate, but he just said <laughs> he won't, he said foul language. He didn't say I cuss. He didn't. He said I use foul language. Oh <laughs> you wonder God. why I said delicate. I must have scared the hell out of you in college. How did we become friends? Like, I have nowhere to run. You <laughs> That's how I become friends with most people. They just get tired of running from me. <laughs> okay. Okay, team. Um, Herb, drop that Power Ranger question. We we gotta we gotta get her to answer that a little bit. Okay. You have to make a. You have to pick a red, blue, blue, black, Pinking. and yellow. No, right? No, no. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You have to pick a, a red, blue, pink, and yellow ranger. Uh, your fifth ranger could be either black or green, but they have to be a part of the core five Power Rangers of that season. And then you have to pick a sixth ranger that joined the team as an official sixth ranger. So that's like Tommy as the green ranger, Tommy white ranger, uh, Jason from Zio, things of that nature. So Tommy who, is who, the green ranger as the sixth one. The black ranger is the fifth one. And then the blue ranger for my basic ranger. Okay. And this is from what I remember of Power Rangers, which isn't a whole lot. Oh, no. I'm Yeah, I'm just a little too old for that one. It hit when I was like 10, and I was like, what is this nonsense? So, oh. like, <laughs> I've seen it, but not like a lot of it. You know what? Do that music. And the show is over. It is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sweet babies and your Power Rangers. Hey. I ain't gonna lie to you. I watched every every season's first episode, at least, <laughs> at least. Uh, I'm not even about to say what I do, but that's, that's here, brother. Thank you. You made it sound um, ominous, like he watches Power Rangers to take over the world. Studying <laughs> <laughs> on how to be a villain. How to be a villain? Get really big. <laughs> Rangers. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, there's so much that we're gonna dive into. Um, but I'm thinking it talks a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking a part two would be really nice. A part two would be awesome. I'd love to do a part yeah. two. Absolutely. That would be dope. So with that said, um we're gonna have to we're getting short on time. So Hugh, why don't you take us out? All right, thanks again, everybody, for listening to The Dope Nerds. Remember to tag us in everything you see. We've got a couple of contests coming up, a couple of things we want to share with you, including our Spotify, our Instagram, and definitely our Twitter. Um, we are going to eventually get into that main character debate slash discussion. We want your input. If there's anime you want us to watch, main characters you want us to include in, uh, objectively in that conversation, and you know, if you have any tidbits that you want us to dive into as well. And I will be back if I have to force them. Oh, <laughs> oh definitely, definitely, definitely. But there's only one. There's only one great MC in the anime universe. You nope, know. Nope, not today. Not today. Not today. Hey, Irv, uh, why don't you tell them about the Facebook? Yes, um, we have a Facebook group. Yes, and it is. You can join it. It is 
the Dope Nerds Podcast group, correct? Official. Yes, the Dope Nerds Podcast official. Um, we are growing on social media. We are trying to bring our content to you in all forms of your life. Um, anything you want to recommend, please comment, share, um, let us know. Because I watch anime daily. Daily. Right. Hey, <laughs> you heard that. And with that said, everybody, we want to wish y'all all many blessings and a whole bunch of good stuff. Check out Kira on her podcast, The Kid Are Good. All right, peace. Stay dope. Stay dope. <laughs> okay, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Stay dope. So, oh, wait. Stay dope. <laughs> Stay dope. <laughs> All right, do that music. Jake Boy on the back.